Welcome to Light Logic, the podcast that discusses everything you need to know about low voltage lighting. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You're listening to Light Logic. Okay, everyone. Hey, thanks uh, for for downloading and listening to the Light Logic podcast today. Uh, a little bit different format. We're going to be interviewing Anthony Viraldi. He is the uh, district sales manager for Unique Lighting Systems here in um, the the desert southwest, southwest. And I'm excited to kind of be introducing him today. I've known Anthony for a long time, and and you know we're in the same state, so our our paths cross each other quite a bit. So, um, Anthony, a little bit about yourself. Uh, first, let's say hi to to all the listeners and uh kind of kind of expand a little bit more what uh you know what, what's your uh what brought you to, to arizona how are you here how long you've been with the company and that sort of thing well thank you brian again anthony veraldi and i uh, cover the as brian mentioned the desert southwest and the mountain region um been in arizona for about three and a half years and uh, used to work in the Midwest area for unique lighting systems. Uh, been with the company now for about 11 years. Okay. Um, and I've been 10 years. So you and I have known each other for on and off 10 years now, which seems to go by fast. But uh, tell me, long. I know, I know, it goes by quick. Um, tell me a little bit about your prior experience before you, you came to Unique. Have you always been in, in landscape or have you done something else and migrated over? I mean, how did you get to, to lighting in general? So I uh, started in contracting in 94. Um, and started off like I'm sure a lot of companies do with mowing, mowing lawns, doing lawn care and got into landscaping, got into irrigation and then found lighting quite by accident. I had a customer, a good customer asked me, uh, if I could fix their lighting and I didn't really know much about it and talked to with the distributor and they, uh, had some classes coming up, took the classes Went fixed the lighting, fell in love with it, and then started doing design and installation. Um, and then uh, uh, probably twin or uh, 97-ish, 98, I started selling off other parts of my business to focus specifically on lighting and and uh, been doing just lighting for the most part ever since then. And then one of the requirements to get the job I got now was to work a little bit in distribution. I think actually our uh, national sales manager at the time was just trying to get rid of me, uh, but said <laughs> I needed to get a couple couple years of distribution under my belt. So I found a, a job in distribution at the irrigation and lighting manager. And uh, um, then at the uh, 08 downturn, I was the last person in, so first person out, and that opened the door for the uh, the position back in the Midwest. Okay, and then three and a half years ago, you you made it to our wonderful state, and uh, I know you cover a lot more than just Arizona, so kind of let, let's let everyone know what, what states do you actually cover? So Arizona, obviously New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming, uh, Utah and Southern Nevada. Big territory. You're in your car a lot. So, yeah. okay. Truck. Uh, yeah. So, uh, let's, you know, one thing I, I, yeah, one thing I'd like to kind of let everyone know, I like to talk about too, is, you know, 
especially like you said, you've been in distribution, you work with, with a lot of contractors. Um, I remember kind of getting teased from time to time. Was, oh, how great it is to be a sales rep. Oh, all you got to do is take people out to lunch and, and take people golfing. And, oh, what a tough job you have. Um, kind of talk a little bit more about, you know, what, what, what exactly you do and, and, and kind of from the direction of what do we offer to our customers of people that are interested in, in, you know, getting lighting products beyond just going out to lunch and playing golf? Well, I would tell you, start this off with, I used to play golf at least one, one, uh, one round a week until I started this job. And I probably played around per year on average since, uh, being in on the manufacturing side. So the golf thing would be nice to get back into. Um, but beyond, beyond that, you know, we, we, we do a lot of uh, product training, um, a lot of, of training on, on landscape lighting, design, installation, troubleshooting. Um, and then to, to add on to that, there are subcategories on that, um, kind of like, you know, classes like 101, 201, 301, so that you can get more advanced in each of those. And that keeps everybody pretty busy and passing that knowledge and the how-to and helping people grow their business, both in distribution and uh, specifically in, in uh, for the contractors. Yeah, and I, I think that's important. I mean, I appreciate you expanding on that. I mean, I felt just in, in general, and I, I've been in this industry, you know, my entire career, you know, one way, shape, form, or the other. And, and I was always surprised of how my peers, you know, when I was on the design side that really didn't tap into their reps. You know, it was more of, you know, I need this or I need that when I kind of have this, and but not really getting a in-depth knowledge. I mean, the, the knowledge that you carry, you know, walking through just being in this industry and then working specifically for a manufacturer can, can you know, I, I just don't think it gets utilized enough by, you know, the people that are out there and, and we're happy to do it. That's and, and far as, as I'm concerned, it's the best part of the job is to be able to sit down and, and educate and talk people about it. So, um, you know, kind of for those of you listening, I wish you'd ask more questions. <laughs> Well, on top of that, and it and it's and it and it seems like it's getting uh, people are utilizing us on on in you know, on, on distribution contractor specification. It seems like they're utilizing the manufacturer rep uh, less and less as a resource, and that's one of what's one of the greatest tools, like you were saying, that we we offer is the the the, the resource that we can help each of these groups of people um on simple things to to very advanced or complex things and solving solutions well and even having a a second eye right i mean just to have someone that that's going to go out there and, and you know when you get into design and and installation you know a lot of times when you're the the contractor and you get so focused you know, kind of get that tunnel vision just to have someone that comes out that's knows lighting to say hey you know if you angle if you angle this light even 15 degrees, you're going to get a better output or move that light, you know, three feet out or, you know, something just those simple things. I mean, that just goes, uh, goes a long way. And, and, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're happy to help. It was, like I said, to me, it's the best part of the job. So I think uh, our ego gets in the way a little bit. Um, okay. Um, if you think about it, how often you and I, um, 
call one another to ask an opinion on something or a second a second set of eyes on something and and i think that plays into one of our strengths like you were just talking about that um we can give you a, a little bit different perspective because you start staring at something um, so long or considering something for so long those blinders do go on and um, you know there's always again that resource of, of of getting that second opinion or just the second set of eyes that I miss anything mm-hmm. uh, overlooking anything is there a better way is there a different solution well and we're focused right I mean you know when you're a contractor you know, designer, you're, 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 you're doing the entire job. It's like, oh, I've, I'm doing the hardscape and the irrigation and the, and the, and the planting and the lighting. And, you know, when, when you pull in, you know, someone that, Hey, we're just going to focus on the lighting, you know, we're going to be looking specifically at that. Now we'll might see some other things that are related, but, you know, we're not looking at the whole project. It's like, Hey, how would we, could we make this lighting you know, design better or this install smoother or, you know, something like that when we're, you know, we're, I guess, not to put too fine a point on it, but we would become lighting specialists and that's what we'd come out to look at. So, um, I agree, but, 100%. yeah, so moving on, I, I wanted to ask you just to, as we're talking about this, what, what excites you the most about landscape or low voltage lighting? <clears throat> Instant gratification. Expand on that, please. I will getting the wow factor. So whether that's um, training the contractor, training the, the doing training with the, dis- the distributor, um, but you're able to, to take uh, nothing and make it into something pretty quickly. Um, turn on the lights and and have a, a lighting design, a lighting portrait that um, most of the time, hopefully, uh, wows people. And all the other services that I used to do as a landscape contractor, there wasn't that gratification, and especially the instant gratification um, of any other, any other service that I did. Um, and then being able to teach people um, how to do that and and be effective and grow their business is the other part that that gets me up and going in the morning yeah and i i i I think i i second that you know because the one thing that you know as as you go through if you if you think about it if someone's building a landscape you you see it kind of forming and coming to life right if they're putting in hardscapes you see where they start and then it, as it's growing and growing and then you you see the the finish and if we're putting in trees you know you watch them do it when you're doing lighting you know it's installed during the day so to them you're just throwing wire and putting these fixtures in the ground and then at night you turn the thing on and boom instant there it is it's just it's something that they they didn't really see you building it you know light by light as it goes through it's just everything's on you do a couple of tweaks and boom, it's, it's just a real, it's really neat to see the reactions of people's faces when you, when you do a good job on their lighting as you yeah. go through. Well, and it's one thing for, for you and I to do it. We've been in the business for a long time, but, but, but teaching other people to be able to achieve that, that level of, of design and wow factor. Um, that's always a really good feel good for me. Yeah. So with that, I mean, that's the kind of moves me on to my next question is, you know, you deal with a lot of people every day, you know, what do you tell, or what would you tell someone who's, you know, a contractor, for instance, it's new to lighting, or they're thinking about getting lighting, and they just have that, 
they, they've got that excuse. There's that one excuse of why they're not doing it. What's, what is it that you tell someone to kind of get over that excuse or to get them started? Well, it's not, it's not a, what I found is a lot of people are either scared of the electricity side of it, which you know, we're dealing with a little voltage. So a, a question that I always ask people when I'm doing training in, in, in a large group is how many people, um, uh, raise your hand if you've ever stuck a nine volt battery to your tongue when you were a kid. And, and <laughs> my dad used vast... to make me and my brother test batteries that way. <laughs> One of my <laughs> fondest memories of my dad of doing here, see if this battery works. <laughs> uh, there you go. Thank God we have voltmeters for that now. Um, um, and, you know, the, the vast majority of people obviously raise their hand, um, but that is one one of the biggest obstacles uh, or objections that people give for not getting into it. Time is another uh, objection that I hear quite a bit. Um, and, and, you know, the, the typical response is you're telling me you don't have time to make money is lighting as a whole is going to be the best margin of most, if not any of the services a contractor can offer. And they've already got the vast majority of the tools that they that they need for it. Um, and then it just comes down to, to properly designing it and properly installing it, right? So part of the other things that I talk about is don't cut corners. Um, um, get as much training as you can, ongoing training to boot. And, and um, even if you, even if you only um, get one little snippet of a, of an hour or two long training. If you can take that and build on it, put it in your, in your quiver to use in, in your business, then you've gained some, some knowledge. Um, <clears throat> the other big things that I like to, to make sure I drive into the ground sometimes, um, is, is like what we were talking about earlier, which is use us as a resource, use mm -hmm. your distribution partners as, as a resource um, and really then sky's the limit when, when when you're looking at this right everybody's got a niche um, or a target audience that they that they perform best in and and try to stay in that lane don't don't go after smaller business or don't go after too big a business if it's not your mm -hmm. ideal customer um, and then don't sell don't sell fixtures, sell lighting designs. Build a reputation on being a great lighting designer and having great installation best practices. And then make sure that there's an after the sale follow-up. And, um, and price lighting like you do your other services. As long as you're making the money and the margin that you're um, supposed to be, obviously, if not, then, then lean on me and we can help you, uh, um, uh, build a, uh, a formula to better prepare yourself to go out and sell lighting. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, the, what I would add to that really, the, the, the two things I would add is, is number one, if you're really new, you're, you're, you're just starting out, it is Im imperative. And I, I'm, 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 I'm surprised that more contractors don't do this, but I think it's imperative for you then to, when you not only go back and kind of look at the job, but, but look at what it costs you 
right? How, you know, mm-hmm. did I did I charge enough for this job? Like, okay, I, I paid this much for the fixtures. I spent this much time. I'm going to get better on time, right? The more of these I do, the faster I'm going to get. You know, but did I charge enough for this for this job? I mean, I think one of the things that that I'm going to ask you this question. I'll, I'll lead this into it. One thing that, that you should drive me nuts working with, especially with contractors, is they'd walk on talking to a to a homeowner or going, "Well, I can I can do this whole job in in you know 15 lights, or or even worse. Like I can do this whole job for for 2,500 dollars." And then they'd go down to the distributor and go, "How many lights can I buy for 2,500 dollars? Because I need to install this job." And you know they're not getting into that. Let's design it. Let's let's figure this out and let let's let's lay this out. So so with that, I mean, what are the mistakes that you see? Whether it's installers and and designers, what like simple mistakes do you see that they they make that just drives you crazy? That you could just you know scream from the rooftop, stop doing this. What is what 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 are some of those mistakes that you see? Everything opposite of what I just said. Uh, when we're talking to people about getting into it, right? Um, It's using inferior product, um, not using mechanical connections, cutting corners, selling fixtures, not lighting design, um, trying to achieve a, 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 a predetermined price without knowing what it is that you're going to install and 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 what goes into that is the design like you commented on you don't know what you're going to do until you design it and then you can start pricing it out um and then shoddy work um overall right and then um we're saying that you can't make money at it but but you've done all these other things wrong and and not tracking your time and not crossing T's, not dotting I's and and throwing your hands up because you cut too many corners to try to 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 do a, a lighting job. And um, and some people just aren't cut out for it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, and it's not that they're not cut out for it. They their 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 business model is a little different sure. on on what they're doing and, and what their goals are um, versus some of the other people that are looking a little bit more outside the box and want to want to add a, a strong profit center to their organization. Well, and that, you know, and that's one of the things too. I mean, I had a guy I worked with for, for years that he was doing a lot of uh, flat work. So a lot of concrete work flat out told me that he just couldn't do lighting because he had to get up. So, you know, especially in the warmer months here in Arizona, had to get up so early in the mornings to run to run concrete, you know, before it would set up. You know, it got too hot that he couldn't stay up at night doing the, the nighttime demos and this the the site walks and stuff like that because it just wrecked him in the morning and he just he just couldn't you know so you know we didn't we didn't force him he didn't want to force it he tried it and it just wasn't for him so I mean I, I get that as well so yep um, there's only oh, so many hours in yeah. the day <laughs> right and yeah. you got it and you've got it when you commit to doing lighting you have to commit to it. and there are some evening hours that you have to work and um and sometimes those hours depending on when time it gets dark you know the 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 time of the year that gets dark later in the evenings and you're doing that work then you're not going to get home till much later and then that makes the morning hour come around very quickly Okay, well, I got uh, one more question for you before we we wrap up here. But uh, as you know, you and I have seen, I mean, a huge explosion in, in technology just just from the launch of LED. You know, when we went when we went from halogen to LED, it just seemed like 
we went into overdrive. Um, what what are you excited about in the future? What do you what do you see that's an emerging kind of technology or even an existing technology now that's just only going to get better in the low voltage world? What what's got you excited uh, in the future? Well, so chicken or egg. So the LEDs, like you mentioned, allows us to do or control lighting systems differently than what we were ever able to do in the halogen days. Um, and, and being able to um, use f uh, f smaller transformers uh, or more of, tr of those smaller transformers around a property, um, and then the controls. Right, so safety and security is something that we don't, uh, as an industry, talk about as much as we used to. And and um, not everybody wants their lights on uh, from dusk to dawn. And the controls and these smaller transformers are allowing the designer to put together a design to where you're you're you're. Um, tiered in your security and tiered in your uh, uh, safety aspects around the property. And that's the most fun for me um, when I'm out talking with people and, and doing training and starting conversations on, on the, the uh, sky's the limit comment that I made earlier on how you can design and engineer these systems. Great, great. Okay, well, um, I think that's all the time we're going to have today. So kind of in closing, I, I want to have a, a fun question just to ask you real quick, and then we'll, we'll wrap up. But if you could uh, send a message back to your earlier self when you first started in lighting, what, what would that message message be? <laughs> <laughs> earlier me, huh? Um, that's kind of scary. The, uh, I would say um, I, uh, get in lighting sooner than what you did i was in i got into lighting um uh, early and there were very few people doing it back where i lived in the midwest at the time um but if i'd started a few years earlier than that then i could have been um, um into something that i found as a passion and a love um and made a career of it obviously um but would have could have gotten into that a little bit earlier and more importantly not had some of the headaches i had doing some of the other aspects of the business yeah. well that's that's good it reminds me uh, i'll close with this it reminds me of one of my favorite sayings my favorite quotes is the the best time to plant a tree was, was 20 years ago uh the next best time is right now so even if you feel like you you haven't done lighting and you know you should have started two years ago, let, let's let's get you started now. So uh, with that, uh, I want to thank you, Anthony. Thank you for your time. Thank you uh, My for, pleasure. for thank your you. insight. And um, uh, thank you everyone for listening. So uh, with that, uh, we'll go ahead and have the enjoy the rest of your week. And thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Light Logic. We want to hear from you. Would you like to be featured on Light Logic? Email us at info at uniquelighting.com.